0: Okay, Pat. It's a choose-your-own-adventure. We can uh, we can start with the Timberwolves shorthanded, traveling the same day, pissing a game away somehow. Like I don't know how they <laughs> yes, were even up. Right. They were up by nine or whatever it was. We can start with the the KOC Quasi press conference or three coaching legends all being out on the yeah. same day.
1: Maybe we should uh, start with the coaches because uh, Belichick. Uh, they what time they. Did that at what eight o'clock our time this morning? Then it broke, right? Uh, yep. Belichick's done. We all figured he would be done. Unlike Nick, however, it doesn't, I don't think he might not be done coaching. He's just done coaching in New England. Nick's done. Boy, Nick took that semifinal loss hard, didn't he? <laughs> Walking away from didn't he just redo his contract last year for about 12 million a year plus bonuses and stuff? So, uh, yeah. wonder, I wonder what led to that. Uh, And then uh, in Belichick, uh, you you knew that was happening. But to lose those two guys on the same within 24 hours is uh, pretty astounding. And then further back down the road is Pete Carroll uh, getting run out in Seattle. I mean, it's Pete's the only one of the. I guess Belichick and Pete both got moved out, right? I mean, it doesn't yeah. sound like Belichick definitely wanted to leave,
0: did he? He wants to so, coach. I mean, Schefter reporting yeah. that he he's not done coaching. He wants to. They're doing a press conference later this morning with Kraft and Belichick. We'll, we'll see if, uh-huh. if that goes anywhere.
1: Well, yeah. let's 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 see how Bill. How would you like to be asking Bill's a, a few hot take questions in this? One? Bill will go out with uh, go out in style, I'm sure, with the New England media. Just try to make them all feel bad about being alive, like he usually <laughs> does. So, uh, and uh, but Sabin, uh, the only one of the three that surprises you really is Sabin. I guess I thought the idea that Seattle. Hasn't reached its potential in the last two three years, though is is kind of baffling to me too, right? They you know considering they got Geno Smith playing quarterback and the rest of it is they had to break up their whole defense because they didn't have any money anymore and because they paid it to Russell Wilson, uh, you know I I didn't think I thought they. I wouldn't say they overachieved, but they certainly uh, did as well as they should have done, don't you think? I mean, didn't anybody else think Seattle was good? I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. So
0: it might just be that he's, they're looking around and he's like 72 years old and Mm -hmm. they feel like the league is going in a different direction. Yeah. I mean, he's, he is further down than the other two coaches. But if you take the USC run for 10 years, I know it's a vacated national championship, but, Um. uh, and then, I mean, he, National champion, top program in college football, and then he so he made the playoffs ten out of fourteen years in Seattle. He had ten playoff wins in the uh, in the Seattle run. So that's
1: that's a pretty good run. Plus, and a, a, if you were a reporter, great guy to cover. <laughs> he was. I yeah. mean, if you were if you're a if you're a neutral journalist, you got to cover. You had your choice between egomaniac maniac Saban surly egomaniac belichick and laughable pete it wasn't much of a uh wasn't much of a question and you know remember when he went to southern cal they were slipping they were slipping and he yes, turned them man. around but i've always heard the stories about you were a reporter and you were covering southern cal you just went out and watched practice and bs with pete on the sidelines and the boosters the big boosters they'd show up and watch practice and
2: Pete was the last Patriots coach before Belichick, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, so was Belichick he the, came in.
1: Immediate he only lasted what? Like
2: two, one uh, or 97 two years,
1: to ninety-nine. Ninety seven. And then, then, did he right go to, then did he go to the Jets then? If,
2: no, no, no. no he, he had been yeah. with the Jets. He he yeah, went to Southern went, Cal
1: after that. Yeah. Yeah, he he'd been with the Jets. That's right. Yeah. So that that yeah, I'd forgotten that. That uh of course uh, Pete, most famous around here for uh, Sid thinking he was going to get the job instead of Danny Green. So Danny Green's opening press conference is a confrontation between Hedrick and Sid about not hiring Pete Carroll. You do <laughs> argue Danny, second black coach in NFL history, getting up there to be honored, and Sid's bad and Roger Hedrick for not hiring Pete Carroll. But Sid managed to... Um, Suits things up uh, with Denny uh, through the years, and uh, but that was uh, that was a wonderful one. That's probably one of our most memorable press conferences. Probably Sid's second most famous one, compared to him and him and Jack uh, McCloskey threatening to punch each other at the Isaiah (laughs) Isaiah press conference. That was better. But anyway, yeah, Pete was uh, everybody. Everybody who dealt with Pete loved him, and you know when you look at vacating a championship because reggie bush was family was getting a car or something It's yeah. kind of silly now
0: doesn't it it's you know? ridiculous yes yeah so yeah i mean there's a, so caleb williams their you know their star quarterback now i saw a photo on social media a couple weeks ago and maybe i can find it here but he lives in some penthouse in los angeles with <laughs> nil money or whoever's fronting he's <laughs> It's like the top of some massive condo building, yeah. and it looks like this sprawling, like, 4,000-square-foot <laughs> awesome. penthouse.
2: That, that's why Saban quit. I guarantee yeah. it. He, yeah. he saw he saw this. He's like, if I can't control a damn thing, I, yes. I lose a lot of my juice.
1: Well, I think that Georgia's probably got more NIL money than he does. You know, Kirby Smart uh, learned Learned a lot of stuff from him and took it to Georgia and amped it up. And uh, yeah. now he's he's getting better players than uh, Nick's getting. Although uh, once again they're uh, one and two in recruiting. So you know they're Georgia and Alabama. Last I looked were one and two in recruiting. Now with Nick walking, <laughs> uh, what somebody I, I just one thing I saw on uh, on. Twitter and I have no idea what the source is but Caleb DeBoer might be uh, on their list I
0: guess. yeah so Cowherd Cal- is reporting that Colin Cowherd which sounds weird mm-hmm. yeah but he's super plugged into like Pac-12 college football he's I mm-hmm. think he's a booster for USC but he also grew up in Washington and so mm-hmm. he, he said uh three sources told him that uh that that's the guy at this point, the Washington. <laughs> Long
1: Stars. ways from Madison, South Dakota, or wherever yeah, the hell he knows. was. Is Our he guy Ross
0: Brendel covered him in uh back back in is it Winter, South Dakota, I think. Yeah,
1: what's well, up a little winter High School. Yeah, well he was at Sufuku, Sioux, Sioux Falls for uh <laughs> So it was his first coaching job. We, we, we When it was a college uh, down in southwest Minnesota, we used to call it Sufuku. But uh, it was, uh, you know, that's where he started. And I think when they when he was there, they were at NEIA school. And that, not that long ago, like 15 years, maybe.
0: Yeah. Like that. So, uh, hey, I'm going to pop something up on the screen here for you guys to see. You have to see the Caleb. I found the Caleb Williams photo here. So you're wondering, uh, you know, Reggie Bush got – the Heisman stripped away from him, right? And the, the Mom, title Dad, was vacated. Yep. The title was vacated. Dex, if you could go oh, full I, screen here. I've
2: seen this one, yeah.
0: Look where he lives. Yeah, look I saw at this. this. This is awesome. <laughs> who by the who, way, look at the he? look at the South Dakota ad that popped up here on the uh, <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Dude, it's nuts. It's God. <laughs>
1: would be uh be uh, wow. who would be stupid enough to let somebody take that picture? Though I mean, he I guess he doesn't
0: have to be sheepish nope. about it. What the hell? You what know? Yeah, here it is: like, where... Reg, Reggie Bush getting his Heisman taken away for getting a car and a thousand dollars. But Caleb you know Williams is, is living in a penthouse in Los Angeles. Yes,
2: <laughs> that is just a USC dorm. That's all that is. Yeah, I don't know why yeah, you guys are right. making a big deal. I think most most coeds, most students live in those dorms. Yeah. Uh, what
1: what people don't realize is look at Southern Cal and L A and the glamour of L A. Uh, you you walk a block away from there and uh, oh man, you, you, I was uh, covered the Olympics there, and then you you had to be you're on your own trying to park a car in the Coliseum, and this is '84, and we drive over in the neighborhood, and we give a guy fifty bucks to park in his driveway and then we give them another 50 to have the car still be there when we got back so uh yeah. it was uh it was and this is you know 40 years ago and I would think it got sketchier I'm not sure but uh yeah it was uh it was it was it's not great so uh but they uh you know uh they uh a- absolutely p Uh, Pete turned them around again. I mean, they've had the great history, but Pete uh, made them them gigantic. That's for sure.
0: Hey, Pat, okay, on the uh, Timberwolves front, on one hand, they uh, they played the second leg of a back-to-back, traveling the same day to Boston, no Mike Conley, no Rudy Gobert, and still went to overtime with the best team in the NBA. So that's on one hand. On the other hand, they had a nine-point lead with three minutes to go, and they (sighs) pissed it away. In the yes. fourth quarter, and then overtime, they got they had a lead in overtime too, and they gave up like a nine run to end overtime. So
1: very, yeah. uh, very uh, nineteen and very three like uh, the last on this road trip, the two games they let get away. Now they they landed in Boston six hours before the tip off. You know that's that's not exactly premium, and uh, they had to start Kyle Anderson instead of Rudy Gobert. Yep. So and they didn't have Connolly. I didn't, you know. They just just rested him. They just said, "Okay, we're going to put this guy, this thirty-six-year-old guy, who we have to play thirty-two minutes a night on a plane, and get him in there six hours and play him again." So, so doesn't that tell you though? When they sat Connolly, they were expecting to get beat by twenty.
0: Yes. Oh, they were pun- yeah. they punted that game. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. And, but then they're ahead nine, and they say, "Gee, we might as well let." Then we might as well win it. Now, I didn't watch it. I I couldn't even listen to it because I was in the car driving home. But I read the stuff on it, and then I just looked at the play-by-play, and our guy Ant, and Hine pretty much said this in his story, decided he had to win the game when they were already ahead nine with three and a half minutes to go. Took four dumb shots and threw the ball away three or four times in in the last three and a half minutes in overtime. He might drive Carl Anthony Towns out of here. He might there might come a point when Carl Anthony Towns says, I'm having a great night, and all of a sudden this moron is shooting 28 footers for no reason and throwing the ball away. And I might as well go somewhere where I'm the guy. So I wow. I don't know, but but Ant, he drives me nuts. I know I've been I'm I am not Obviously he's a he's a great talent and can do wonderful things, but you know what we used to say in Folder? He'd, if brains were dynamite, he wouldn't have enough to blow his nose. That's what we <laughs> used to say in Folder. <laughs> I'm not putting him in that category, but damn close at times. Oh, damn close, I think.
0: There is I mean Chris Chris Finch talked about it after the game in his press conference and I mean he conti- I mean he was he was very annoyed. And, yes. and, but he's also trying to leave room for, okay, you know, he is 22. This is all part of the growth experience, but, but he has to understand in those moments, it's not about, cause they, they're double teaming him and they're, they're trying yeah. to make life hard on him. And oftentimes he does, he's making the right play quote unquote better this year than he has at any point, but he still goes into these hero modes where yeah. you're doing exactly what they want you to do, which is yes try to fight through double teams instead of passing the ball out to somebody or
1: throw up a 27 footer without yeah. looking at anybody else. He's uh, he's now he's shot the three pretty good this year, but still when he gets that look in his eye, as I said, you know, he's going to throw up a bomb and, uh, and the odds are, it's not going to go in. He, uh, he does, you know, that there's nothing more difficult for Finch right now as a coach i would say than trying to control this guy and make him a team player because he's ever since that laker game when he said he got the 42 or whatever it was and said i have to win this game all by myself yeah. i'm going to shoot every time every time i get the ball he said that after the game and it worked that night but it doesn't work uh, all the time and last it, it it's It's bad here because, hey, this is one of the great victories in franchise history if they – regular season, if they win it, right? Totally. Get off the plane six hours before the game, playing the best team in the league, and you're nine ahead with Nikhil Walker playing – Forty minutes. Forty minutes. By the way, Ant
0: Ant played 46, including overtime, too. They had a lot lot of guys. But, yeah, I think the the other thing, too, I was was telling Judd this on a recent Flagrant Howls is – there comes a point w- with some of these superstar, you know, mostly like shooting guard type players. Michael Jordan in the early part of his career. I'm not comparing the two, by the way. Uh, Kobe Bryant after Shaq left, where they look around and they're like, "I can score 35 or 40 points any right. night. I've, I'm, be- I'm the best player on the court." And they're and they're kind of trying to test drive their vehicle. And yeah. like Michael was scoring 35, 37 a game, second, third year in the league, and then Phil Jackson came along and explained okay, that's great, you're, you're flexing your muscles, but that's not what's helping the team. Mm-hmm. And Co- Co- So Shaq leaves the Lakers, Kobe goes on and says, I'm going to go win scoring titles because I can. But they were a bad team. And someone's going to have to get to him at some point and say, I get that you're flexing your muscles. You, you know He's become a 30 points per game guy over the last month yeah. or so. But at some point, someone's going to have to explain, and it's got to be Finch. Okay, just because you can pull up from – 28 feet with two guys on you doesn't mean that's the best thing in this moment.
1: Yeah. And uh, I did see his quote about, he uh, apparently felt the referees uh, didn't give him his calls yesterday. Did you see that quote that uh, I'm not going to, yeah. he didn't talk to reporters because he didn't want to get fined for what he might say about the referees. So that's a smart thing. If, if, if indeed that was the motive or, you know, maybe he didn't want to talk about his turnovers either. I I don't know, but uh uh, you know they come here's here's the trouble. They what? What they end up? Now this is the end of that sixteen game stretch. Yeah. and they ended up eight and eight or nine and seven.
0: Nine and seven. Yep. Nine and yep.
1: seven. That I guess that's okay. But
0: uh, and still in still in first place in the West after after.
1: Yeah, I was I I saw them play that game in Dallas, and I was sitting at home the day of the Orlando game. I'd say I should drive out to St. Croix Casino <laughs> and put five hundred bucks on. Orlando. (laughs) Then I look at the... Then I didn't watch, but I don't look at the game. I look at the game with two minutes to go in the first half, and they're up by 30. (laughs) I said, "Ah, that they've been a little hard to read, but...
0: uh, And even, by the way, even in that game, this is is part of the, like, Timberwolves PTSD. So they're up... At one point, they were up by 34 points because they got out to a, a, a start in the third quarter, too. So they're up by, like, 35 points three minutes into the third quarter, and, and Finch pulls some of the key players to get them some early rest because he kind of sensed, yep, yeah, this might be a rest game. And then the backup unit, led by Nikhil Alexander-Walker, starts throwing the ball all over the place. 12-0 run by the Magic. <laughs> starters, so the starters were still on the court with, like, two and a half minutes to yeah, go in I that game. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing with this. Some of it's Finch. Finch needs to just, hey, man, you got a 22-point lead halfway through the fourth. You're, you're probably fine, but... yeah. They just we can't get Josh Minot or Luca Garza on the court, even when you're up by 30 at halftime.
1: No, no, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, it, it. It, I wouldn't call it a bad loss as much as a really missed opportunity to have a game that people say, God Almighty, how did they beat the Celtics? Yeah, and I, I didn't see the offensive rebound. Was that like a long? That how how did the how did yeah. they get the offensive rebound at it? Back to the second guy in line, or did we? Did somebody not block somebody out, or not? Because I'd have to the watch game. it
0: again to, to diagnose it. But it was yeah, it was a soul crushing offensive rebound. Yeah, yeah, and then
1: they hit the three.
0: Ooh, Horford, the of course. Just how about Horford? By the way, still playing thirty eight minutes, 40? knocking down for, threes. Forty. He's about forty. He's forty, isn't he? Let's look him dang, up. He's 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 thirty set. He'll turn thirty eight okay. in the playoffs. Okay. Yeah.
1: Now what I did. Was able to monitor in my car driving back last night was the wild game. Ooh. And the post game show, I was listening to the post game after they give up seven, and uh, Sarah and Russo were kind of trying to make Waltstead feel better, and he was having none of it. He
2: was like, I saw the quotes. Hey, good for a kid. Good I for saw him.
1: him. Hey, Russo said something about, well, you didn't seem to pout about it, or you didn't, it didn't seem to get you. Really rattled, and he said that was on the outside. (laughs) You know, he basically said he basically said he was dying on the inside. He didn't say that, but that was he he
2: got that was that was zero help. He got zero help from that team. But
1: sounded like uh, you know that I mean they have some guys who can hit this right. They have some guys who, if you give an opportunity, they got Got about three four guys who can score goals if you give them a little bit of a opening. So.
2: Yeah, no, that Man. was a that was a second consecutive absolute debacle because they but, played terrible uh, on Monday too against, against
1: that team this year. They got they gave up eight, six and nineteen seven. goals. Nineteen goals, nineteen.
2: Eight, They've given up got, nineteen goals. Oh, it was games. only
1: 4-0 the other night, right? But it was right. a four zero whipping. But eight
2: four seven,
1: eight four seven. Yeah, so they uh, they ended up bad. But yeah, it was uh, it was uh, they were the you know when you got a Kid playing his first game he probably can't come up and say why did you stink but uh you know you'd be, you'd be trying to trying to make him feel better didn't uh, well I think once he to
2: starts him. to to show that that he's not going to accept your condolences you do yes. pile on then that yeah. that's my thing is like oh, <laughs> yeah, right. so so yeah. you don't think that you played well what no. do you think was the problem and yeah. so you know like yeah, like I mean right. roll that's, roll with the negativity if you can. That's true and we also had the hot take press
1: conference between <laughs> i knew when they had the general manager show up also quazy that nobody was going to say anything if you get yeah. o'connell you have a chance to get some real comments but if you sit quazy all my decisions are intentional next to him you got no chance to hear anything but I did like to read that O'Connell says he's been thinking about improving the running game. So that would be a good, yeah, it's a good first step. Yeah.
2: You it, know what, though? If, Chip and Seifert, I give them credit. Yeah, they, they went were. they went hard on that 2022 yeah, draft class. Did. Oh, really? Oh, it was great. Quazy was uncomfortable. He, yeah. he, he, and Quazy, I, I see, need. said
1: it's too early to make a verdict. On who? On which one? <laughs> Andrew Booth, who's a, the only thing he did all year was get in a fight, right? And, uh you know, after they got beat. And uh, you know, the other guy is how about is Lewis uh seen uh is he now ranked with uh, Leo Hayden from the early sixties as the worst first round draft choice in Viking history?
0: Oh that's oh. a that's a that's a fun oh, list
2: illustrious yeah. list right there yeah.
0: pat
1: yes well i don't know you guys are Demetrius. being
0: you guys are being awfully negative here's the quote from Quasi: these guys have shown us nothing but reason to believe they are going to keep on their upward path wherever that ends up
2: <laughs> right what? chicago indianapolis yeah.
0: The, U- yeah the ufl the ufl, <laughs> the, UFL the new, yes. new merge spring league touche Why do you
1: say that why do you say why do you bother to say that crap why do you bother you know, you that's know, I would like to question. see everybody I close up there when he said that all of them should have got up and the left. You know, said, OK, that's their
0: upward. Trage- they're upward. Here's here's another one here. So Quay was asked about the competitive trajectory, the competitive yeah. rebuild. Where's the competitive rebuild at that you talked about a couple of years yeah. ago? He said, I think when you look at that, the point of the competitive rebuild was to still provide ourselves a chance in the tournament every year while regaining financial flexibility and also finding the next generation of great Vikings players at the same time.
1: And by the way, they did not regain financial uh, flexibility unless they don't bring back Hunter, right? And uh,
0: If they bring know, back Hunter and Kirk, that that will be the end of their financial flexibility ahead. for the next couple of years. Yeah.
1: No, I don't blame them for saying, yeah, we want Kirk, because they can't say, no, we don't want Kirk. They're not going to announce that yet because they might end up having to... You know, they might end up going that direction. I don't know what they're going to do. But if they want financial flexibility, they won't bring him back.
0: Boy, the Kirk uh, stuff was great, too. He's basically saying, you know, uh, based on his age and injury, our goal is to not take on risk. And his goal is to get is to get, you know, on the other side. And so
1: we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little. Not security, but a little, uh, you know. He, some, he some wants some
0: guarantees, some assurances. Yeah, the next two company.
1: years yeah. guaranteed at least, right? Two additional years guaranteed. Yeah, when he says so.
0: he cares about sort of security and term of contract, structure of contract, that to me means at least two. He wants at least two years, knowing yes. that this is where I'm Two working,
1: years right? at eighty, you know, seventy-five, maybe if he's has got a break, you know, it's know. not going to be. I don't know. It's but it is, boy. I got him uh I, I I got a full dose of the uh Kirk Lovers uh and this idea that he's a top 5 quarterback. Now now they've got him into the top
2: 5 quarterback range. What is wrong with him? He's going to be the kids? MVP pat if if he hadn't got hurt. We now know he he would have been the NFL MVP. That's what they say now.
1: Yeah, wow. Well, that's uh, even though he hurt the best four, thing huh? ever for
2: them. Huh? Him being hurt is the best thing that could have ever happened for the Kirk stance because now it's, uh, he, he was playing great. You Which can you paint want? this hypothetical. He would have now been the MVP. That... They'd be in the playoffs for sure. Like the unknown far superior to the known. Yeah, that's true. He's he could still, uh, he could
1: still turn, uh, First and uh, goal at the seven into more field goals than about anybody in the league. So uh, he was still very good at that for the last two.
0: I'm going to talk. Yeah, it is true. Listen, we won't we won't tolerate any more Kirk Slander here. So plus we gotta go. But well, we'll talk to you again tomorrow, Pat. <laughs>
1: All right, gentlemen. Uh see we, we didn't have enough atom bombs to throw. We'll throw a few more tomorrow. So. Okay. Sounds good. All right.
0: There he is. Uh Royce Unchain presented by Josh Arnold Investments and also today's Zero Res, where if you guys are looking to uh deep clean your home for the first time, maybe ever, be honest people. Have you ever deep cleaned your home or you just kinda run a vacuum and Cross your fingers. Zero Res is going to come in here with their 4.9 out of 5-star rating on Google, 17,000 reviews, and they will deep clean your carpets, your air ducts. If you call Zero Res or go to their website, ask for the Scorner special and get three rooms Zero Resified starting at just $119 and $75 off when you get your air ducts cleaned. That's 952-Zero-Res or ZeroResMinnesota.com. Spell it forward or backwards. It spells the same Zero Res.